Hello, and you're listening to Take Me Back to My Virtual Reality. It's time to trooper transform and cross the reality barrier. Oh, and no, I changed it in the in the typed bit of the intro that I've got, and it really threw me off. But whatever, uh, you're listening to this podcast about VR troopers. Um, I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined by the other one, who's also a host. Your toast trooper! Hi, I'm, I'm Rob, <laughs> and I also host this podcast about <laughs> the troopers. Trooper! Uh, uh, yeah, so... Hi, Mark. We should probably kind of start off with, at the time of recording, is the uh, <laughs> kind of the big news that isn't really that big, but it does is big in regards to how this podcast works. So, <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. So, you may or may not be aware that um, anything that's sort of Power Rangers or Power Rangers related, apart from Mighty Morphin and the newer seasons, are being removed from Netflix and Netflix is what we use to uh make this podcast happen. So that's yeah, an interesting turn uh, of events. Yeah, uh I mean, you know, as people who probably kind of watched us probably already know that um uh, Saban who originally owned Power Rangers uh, bought it back from Disney in the uh late noughties uh and then sold it to Hasbro a couple of years ago. Um, they also did VR Troopers, which is what we're doing, as well as Big Bad Beetleborgs, uh, Master Rider, um, Ninja Turtles: The Next Generation, which was like a kind of a, a which had a crossover with Power Rangers <laughs> in space, uh, which was a thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I guess um, due to some contract being up and Netflix maybe not wanting to. Uh, renew some parts of it or Hasbro unwilling to go so low in parts of it you know who, who knows um, yeah a lot of the you know stuff related to Power Rangers going off uh, and all that's remaining as Mark said was Mighty Morphing and uh, the two Ninja Steel you know Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel and uh, Beast Morphers and whatever the second season of Beast Morphers was called Super Beast Morphers or whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, although I think I, I think right. I think I heard they dropped that so yeah I haven't got to it yet I will get to Beast Morphers I'm currently catching up with Ninja Steel because I heard about this and didn't realise that Ninja Steel was the one that was actually being um, kept but uh, yeah so that's a lot of it gone um, you know as I said you know Hasbro owns it now and I guess they operate differently from uh, Saban did um, there's speculation that uh, it might end up being on a service called Tubi, T-U-B-I. Uh, don't even know if that's available in the UK. Probably not, knowing how all these services work. No, probably not. Uh, yeah, apparently that's what some other Hasbro properties are on there, which probably means some stuff like Transformers or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Because there are like a million Transformers cartoons. Mm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it kind of, kind of sucks. I wonder what happens. I wonder if they'll keep the... Um, the original movie because they didn't for a while have the Power Rangers Turbo movie on there, but like they they have it or did have it at some point. I, I'm assuming those two will probably leave uh, if they haven't left already. Yeah, I so, don't. I yeah. I had a, a sort of fleeting moment where I wanted to watch the Power Rangers movie recently, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't on there. Oh, that's annoying. I don't even know if the new one is on there, the 2017 one or whatever year um, that came out. So it, it was, yeah. but I don't think it is now. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the. As someone pointed out, this will make VR troopers and probably other stuff like Mast Rider and Big Bad Beetleborgs. Um, it's going to make it kind of lost media because 
as far as I'm aware, like I haven't looked into it, but we probably should have done being that we cover this kind of <laughs> we cover VR troopers. Um, apparently, like the DVD release might not have been of like all the episodes, so there may not be kind of home media, physical home media of um, kind of all the episodes of VR troopers, whether VHS or DVD or Blu ray or whatever. Definitely not Blu ray, I'm sure it's just DVD. Um, but uh, yeah, which kind of kind of sucks, and like I'm very much you know. Uh, I, I need to stop using the term "drink from the Kool Aid" because I didn't actually really know know where it came from. But now I've learned, so I kind of don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely like kind of balls deep in digital marketplaces and stuff. You know, I've got my Steam library, I've got my digital Switch games, and you know, I've got my streaming stuff like the Disney Pluses and mm. the the Netflixes and stuff like that. You know, and uh, yeah, this is a time where it's kind of quite affecting <laughs> uh for you know different reasons than normal but uh yeah it's 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 weird that we live in a time where we can watch media at the whim of some corporations like that's not making enough money destroy it so uh yeah. yeah yeah it's really it's really weird i'm sort of i'm not really for everything being digital because then it means that stuff will get lost if you don't own it like yeah. physically um yeah i don't know it's it's weird because I was looking into, I think yeah, it was Shout Factory. They released VR mm. Troopers, but it doesn't look like it's every single episode. There's like no two DVDs for like the first season, and I'm not even sure whether yeah it contains all of the episodes. And it looks like you can't even get season two anymore. So yeah, season two is just completely it will be they lost did it forever. T- they did a ten. DVD set for Dew Ranger, which I have, and I have Dire Ranger, it must be like 9 10 as well. Yeah. And that's like nearing 50 episodes each. So mm. <laughs> I doubt, you know, it's going to be five, six episodes per DVD just from, you know, DVD limit. So it's, yeah, I doubt there's much, there's going to be all of it on those two DVDs. Hmm, that's, uh, yeah, I did, I did kind of consider yeah. just buying them anyway. So then I've got them. Yeah. But I don't know, I haven't, I haven't made that, that plunge yet. So. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm. It's sort of yeah. I keep like hovering over the buy button on the Shout Factory website, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, which reminds me, at some point I need to continue collecting their Super Sentai DVDs um, because uh, it's going to be the easiest way to watch them now. And I think they've stopped at the moment since the Hasbro buyout as well. Oh so. yeah, they have. But there's um, there's some some goodens that they've got. So yeah, they got to like. Didn't they get up to like Abba Ranger or was it Hurricane that was the last one they did? I think I so. Think they, it was one of the like, two. Yeah, so which is you know Ninja Storm slash Dino Thunder. Yeah. Um and I and uh, that's that's amazing that they got that far. Um I only have <laughs> a G Ranger and Die Ranger, which is, you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm. and um season two of Power Rangers. Didn't they also do Jetman as well? Like was I, that, Yeah, I think yeah, they did. That, they did. So. I I keep meaning to buy Jetman actually. Because mm. it's weird, you can get it on Amazon Prime over here, but you can't watch it. It's like yeah, it's really weird. It shows up when you oh. search for it, but it won't play. It says oh. it's not available, huh. but it won't really specify why it's not available. And that huh. that really bothers me. It's been like that for years as well, which is really odd. That's very interesting. I, I'm guessing the other Shout Factory DVD sets like aren't on no. Amazon Prime. I guess because that's yeah, yeah. There were licensing and branding. Hmm. There were more, but there was now. Yeah. I think it's just um, uh, G Ranger that's on there, uh, but you can't even watch it oh. in the UK. So. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, 
licensing on that stuff seems all very weird and i get it because it's like you know <laughs> a hybrid of about three different stuff i suppose yeah but, uh, exactly. yeah <laughs> uh, anyway anyway um this is not a i guess you know we don't need to talk more about that really but uh, yeah it kind of sucks that you know we'll try and figure a way out we probably can but like yeah you know, it's... i'm sure it's doable even if we can only end up covering the first season of uh vr troopers like it's still yeah it's better than nothing yeah you know it's, it was just kind of a curiosity for us to kind of be like wow this is you know this 26 year old kids tv show that barely anyone remembers <laughs> so yeah you know kind of going through it seeing uh, yeah how things have changed um but yes Anyway, should we uh, talk about this episode of the, the, the Troopers? Yes, let's. Okay, so this episode came out on September 30th, 1994, uh, which is two days after the previous episode, so not much happened since then, although a space shuttle did launch today, which is quite nice. Um, uh, episode was written by Douglas Sloan and directed by a newcomer, Deborah Spelling. Um, who uh, that's not her real name <laughs> it's uh, well or it might have been at the time maybe she married and then got a, like a married name yeah but it could very much be a uh, uh, kind of a non-union name because otherwise she's called Deborah Brock uh, that's what she goes by on IMDB uh, and the little mini bio on her IMDB is either clearly written by her or maybe her management or something like that <laughs> And uh, they call her DG, so DG Brock is kind of her, I guess, preferred name. Uh, she directed a handful of episodes of VR Troopers, um, and her IMDb is kind of a bit sparse, but her little bio kind of makes it sound like she's had a hand in a lot of movies, kind of behind the scenes, as like a what she describes as a film doctor. Oh, right. Which I guess is kind of like a script doctor, but more involved with the production side of it. Mm. Um, she has a uh, production assistant. Is it production assistant? No, it was like a producer credit of some kind on Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, which is the sequel to the hit Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> um, um, and she directed something called The Misadventures of the Dunderheads, which I think I've heard of before. That sounds so familiar. Yeah, it stars Alison Brie and Haley Joel Osment. It's from like 2012 or something like that. Yeah. Seems like it might have been like a popular indie movie because I don't think it had quite a big budget, mm. but it's got like five out of ten on IMDb. But then again, the IMDb ratings are a bit weird anyway. Yeah. So probably not really something to kind of go by. Um, but yeah, like it sounds like maybe she's done a lot more, but it's not really kind of on our IMDb. But she's doing a lot more directing now. Uh, you know, away from being the film doctor or whatever. Mm. Although I guess right at the moment she's not doing much. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, d- I didn't. Uh, I didn't even look at who directed this episode. So I'm glad that you uh, made yeah. note of it and looked into it because I was just like, oh, it's probably the same old people. <laughs> yeah, well, it has been for the last few episodes. So uh, you know, I was thinking we got to a point where I was like, oh, it's gonna be the same people over and over again. But no, it's uh, someone new and uh, rookie mistake. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> But yes, now we can actually talk about the episode Searching for Tyler Steele. What on earth could this episode be about? <laughs> Countdown, control. Four, three, two, one. We are, we are VR. 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 So... As always, we open at the Korean Peace Bell, and it's time for an origami lesson. Um, at first, I thought Ryan's dad was handing him a crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's LA in the 80s, so like, uh, I don't think you'd be too far off. So, yeah. It could happen. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> um, but I like how he's like, oh, my, my dad taught me more than just one Eastern art. Uh, he also taught me origami. I'm like, well, I guess your dad's a fucking weeb then. Uh, <laughs> An 80s weeb. Did, yeah, did he show you some like 80s like fan-subbed VHS anime or whatever? Uh, <laughs> Son, this is Saint Seiya and Legend of the Galactic Heroes. You'll love it, yeah. <laughs> Son, check out this AMV that I made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My dad showed me how to edit anime into music videos. <laughs> Ever since then, I've had a love for the art. <laughs> the art of AMV. Yeah. Um, I felt like there wasn't really like a moral. It was more, yeah, more like a clunky plot device with this episode. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, you made the weird thing of if I have a son, I wonder if he would know my grandfather. And I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> that's uh, that's sure, yeah, okay. fine, I guess. Um, so so we cut to some woodland, and the troopers are riding horses for some reason. Brad has never looked more Texan in his <laughs> in this entire show. The way he's sitting on that horse, it's just like, yeah, I'd, I'd ride horses all the day on the ranch. Uh, the Metal Heroes wiki tells me this is the only time they ever ride horses on the show, oh, which is that's... very valuable trivia. <laughs> so weird. Uh, yeah, JB looks like he's never been on a horse in his life. He looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably hasn't. <laughs> probably not. Um, yeah. So yeah. as they're uh, riding through the woodlands, they come across uh, this little building, which they find fascinating oh also jeb is there because you know he's, jeb is he's there making there. like mr ed jokes to the horse which is like a too deep of a meta joke that i really don't i don't like thinking about it like it's just <laughs> it's not i just no you know jeb the talking peanut butter dog uh, whatever anyway <laughs> yeah they, they spot an old building in the woods and they're like oh that's strange and it's like is this literally your first time in the woods? You always find old weird buildings. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought it was strange that they'd never come across this building before because it's like it's not like they live in the middle of nowhere. They live in a place called Crossworld City. So, you know, there's <laughs> how could nobody have come across this? Yeah, and like it's clearly part of some like industrial complex because there's like a paved like road in front of this thing and a bridge and you can see like it's just on the, it's like a building on the corner of it or something like that. So, yeah, but they kind of angle it in a way to try and hide some of the, the fact that it's clearly part of like an old industrial estate or something. Yeah. Like so, C- Caitlin like whips out her camera uh, just to have a look, but then she just instinctively starts taking photos of it. Um, yeah. And they see that there's a man behind some some bars. Who could it yeah. be? <gasps> I wonder who. Spook. This mysterious man. man. In. Uh, I think my favourite thing about this is that there's like a weird S on the building and the Netflix description for this episode was like the VR troopers find a uh, a building with mysterious S on the side, you know, <laughs> what is it? And like the S has got nothing to do with it. and uh, Completely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, and she, so she's like zooming in with her lens. It doesn't really look like a zoom lens. I didn't quite <laughs> pay attention too much, but um, you know. Yeah, 90s tech or whatever. Yeah, it didn't really look like a lens that was going to zoom in quite that far, but never mind. Um, so we cut to uh, to Zikdor, and he's annoyed that the troopers are apparently snooping around his reactor parts facility. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's not just just a tiny little prison for one man. It's a uh, it's a whole complex of some kind. Yeah. And I was like, 
I was wondering about that, uh, as as I do, as we do for this this show where we pick too many holes in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, why would he need like some old? Fa- I, I I I couldn't quite understand w- what this purpose of this place was like is he making dodgy reactor parts for his virtual reality stuff or his real life business like why wouldn't i mean he's clearly powerful and can avoid everything why would he wouldn't he just have like something a bit more a bit less suspicious yeah he could uh, whatever it is he's doing there he could do literally anywhere so i don't know why he picked this like rundown like factory or whatever it is yeah um but yeah uh and uh, anyway, so like you know, he he's like, oof, the VR troopers won't stand a chance for some reason. He says that, well, I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> yeah, he looked. <laughs> but then he, he goes really strained when he said it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he gets taken back to his virtual reality. Forces of darkness, empower me! Take me back to my virtual reality. To be greeted by a weird demon fire lady who he talks to one more time and then just completely disappears from the rest of the episode and we never see or hear from her again yeah that really threw me off when he went there and then there was just one voice saying hail grimlord i was like what where's everyone else who's this but we'll (laughs) never know we'll never know because she she appears this one time and never never really again maybe she'll appear in another episode but who who knows who knows if we'll ever get there um <laughs> but uh he's kind of like complaining that Ryan is might discover one of his secrets um and they're like oh we have to do a distraction so the uh, we cut back to the real uh, world the the monster appeared to say that they should draft Ryan and i don't know why she said that Oh, what into their virtual army? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I was like, why? Yeah. What? Why? What would that really achieve? But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this show, it's just. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. This is kind of what something would say here. But does it matter to the plot? No. But it's something someone would say here. <laughs> um. So yeah, they go. We cut back to the real world, and the troopers are nearing the facility, and three security guards appear, and it's like. They immediately turn to Skugs, and it's not like they try to maybe kind of stop them. Yeah, they didn't. Whatever. They didn't say anything. They just sort of shuffled towards them, looking very similar, and then turned into Skugs. Like at this point, I don't even know why the Skugs disguise themselves because whenever there's yeah. three people that look really similar that are acting a bit strange, like it's obviously going to be Skugs. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, it's, it's it's you know, and like it's all these are all distractions to try and stop them from looking at it and even ryan says like at the end of uh in a bit he's like yeah that's suspicious that grimnor doesn't like us being around here let's <laughs> let's investigate it more um but yeah we have a very familiar song playing as they have a bit of a bit of a fisticuffs yes it's uh it's the second half of that song about taking a ride in dante again um <laughs> which i think was actually in the last episode or the episode before so i'm not going to treat well, you to the i'm pretty lyrics. sure it was the last episode so i was like wow so this is the only song we've had repeat and it's repeated three times <laughs> twice already or something like that. so i mean yeah. i thought they were at least going to use the beginning of the song again just because i like that take a little ride in dante line because i don't understand what it means <laughs> but no it's just the second half which admittedly might be a little bit weirder but whatever yeah uh, listen to the last episode to hear those amazing lyrics. But uh, <laughs> I thought the fight was all right. Uh, Ryan is, 
or Brad or whatever. Like you know, they're, they're, he's doing some kind of weird like almost as if this is a karate tournament, like doing a few blows and kind of like getting ready and stance instead of like to kind of fight him if he gets up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was um, quite a good little fight scene. I um I did enjoy it. And they kick all the skugs together in slow motion and they explode. So yeah, they, we go back. To, we go back to the virtual reality with Grimlord and that demon lady appears again for the last time and she suggests they go to the battle grid as a distraction so battle grid mode appears <laughs> um i'd like to point out that the first time i watched this episode i watched it um on the tv so that my partner could be treated to watching it as well and <laughs> oh, uh during the battle grid scene she made s- several genuine sounds of disgust <laughs> <laughs> like the bit where they transformed she just started going oh <laughs> <laughs> Which was Does your partner amazing. generally like Toku at all? Or? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> okay. So when it's, it, it is pretty bad though, isn't when it? It's, so, yeah. <laughs> when it's bad Toku as well, it's it just Yeah, so and the, the Skugs appear in the battle grid and they're like they got their arms crossed and they kind of sit up from the mist as if they're like zombies <laughs> or vampires kind of rising yeah. from their graves. So like are these the three skugs they just fought? I don't I, I don't know. It's nothing related to anything. <laughs> I mean, at least all the troopers were there this time and also yes. the fight wasn't too bad. No, I did think that. Yeah, it's probably the best battle grid fight we've had which isn't really saying anything. No. And it wasn't even a spectacular fight to begin with. We've had we've had better unmorphed fights. Um, or untransformed fights or whatever. So <laughs> I was uh, I was studying JB's uh, battle grid suit uh, in this mm. scene, and I I actually quite like the design. It's just a shame it looks like absolute garbage. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know budget stuff. Um, but like, if they had a bit more care and given it more than just patterns on spandex, then it yeah, could have been a bit just, better. Oh, you know? let's glue yeah. some felt to this spandex. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I know cosplayers that do that for pennies. I can't believe they couldn't do it <laughs> for bloody um, uh, for TV production. But I guess you yeah, know the budget was quite low. Clearly, yeah. I mean, there are bits in this episode where they they clearly were like shit. We're like two minutes short of footage, so they just <laughs> shoehorned in like a, a sky based battle. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. If you ever, and you probably won't, but if you ever rewatch that scene, uh, every little skirmish, there's like a little scug guy in the background doing a little dance because I guess he might not be a stunt man and <laughs> can't actually sure? fight. I never noticed. So, so he's like kind of shuffling from side to side in like a rhythmic. Met, uh, manner, which is hilarious, um, and you can see it like in like at least three shots where they're fighting out the skugs. Oh my god! And I mean, like you know, a lot of this stuff happens where oh, you know, why don't you all rush them at once? But it was like really noticeable to me in this time. Well, that's skugs. So uh, yeah. So the troopers need to do some computer stuff, so they go to UV Daily of all places. Oh, um, but yeah, so they 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 decide that the oh, you know, they need to investigate that place, so they go straight to the UV Daily for some reason. Yeah, I mean. Like it's a place of work. You can't just show up and start using yeah. their computers, but they do it anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, I know. I realised uh, Tao's not in this episode at all. That's a. Oh yeah, they don't go to the dojo, and Tao's not in it. Nope. Huh. Nope. We've we've had Tao like in the swimming pool with them before. <laughs> he should have been on the <laughs> one of the horses. <laughs> I would have enjoyed that. I bet he can ride a horse. Yeah. With ease. <laughs> And, and, and grace and poise. Uh, yeah. So Caitlin's developing some photos, and there's a little bit of ADR over it where uh, 
She mentioned. She <laughs> says says something like, "Oh, I hope this goes as well as it did in the battle grid." And it's like, okay, bit of a weird thing to say to yourself out loud, but fine. Um, yeah, she's like, and she's like, seems like the battle grid. <laughs> like she seems to be so so pleased with the fight of the battle grid. Um, and uh, Jeb is being treated like a very typical office dog. Everyone loves him, um, including some lady who kind of. Talks about oh, aren't you a sweet baby? I just like to kiss you, which seems like perhaps someone was filming something they could have a bit of a wank over. Yeah, um, in like after the dailies were developed, so <laughs> that was weird. Um, but JB seems to be kind of hacking into the county records, <laughs> as far as I could tell. Yeah, because um, I tried to have, I tried to have a look. Basically, that you know, him and Ryan are like, look, look, we need to try and find uh, a kind of record of this building, um, and I tried to see if that stuff was available online. You know, during the early nineties, mm. um, and that was difficult to look for because people don't pretend to kind of record the history of you know. Oh, that's when they put the, put the housing records online in Los Angeles or whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, I came to the conclusion that very very feasible that that kind of database exists, possibly not with that kind of web interface. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you do look closely, like JB's kind of hacking into it because there's a couple of like failed password tries it's like um unrecognizable password un un um liked password or something like that and um like he's putting in a phone number (laughs) as the password (laughs) as well um which i tried i I, I was the screen was really blurry so i could barely read i tried to see if the phone number was anything it it was not uh but yeah so they, they they get onto this uh database and this is when it starts falling apart. Technology, oh, you know, oh, oh. you know, this nineteen ninety four kids show definitely doing something that couldn't be done. Oh. Um, in in ninety four, at least, I basically, oh, here's the map of where we were. Let's see if we can find the building. As if he's on fucking Google Maps yeah. in nineteen ninety four, just kind of looking around like that, that. That wouldn't happen. It would just be like kind of paper, like paper records, maybe with like a an image or something like that. But you wouldn't be able to like search on a map or whatever like that. You um, can if you JB. If you're JB, yeah, I guess you know, just hook it up to the the, the, the virtual sci-fi bedroom so you can get more more juice. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, and then they cross-reference it with the county assessor's database, which is a real thing that you can do today in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, uh, and that's been around since 2007, according to the Internet uh, Archive. Oh, so machine. they were they were ahead of their time by doing that. Yeah, yeah. So actually, you know, that is, I guess, how you would do it. Uh, and I guess it's still a hacking thing because, you know, you, uh, due to law stuff, you need to kind of have permission from the owner to actually look at it. Especially as like a government building or something like that as well. So, yeah. So uh, after breaking the law, they, they find out that that building, the little prison, was uh, mm. was used to build uh, nuclear weapons in the 70s. Um, yeah. And I thought that was strange because, one, I don't think power rangers or vr troopers or anything have ever mentioned like actual weapons before no Um, or the cold war yeah so (laughs) yeah yeah or the cold war (laughs) like they mentioned like an actual event that happened um which is yeah very bizarre very bizarre but like i kind of liked it to the degree that there's kind of this mysterious place that grim lord is kind of uh, stopping them from getting to so they kind of do a little hacking a bit of you know post cold war espionage to find out it's an abandoned government facility that built nuke in the, nukes in the 70s but uh, i tried to read the information on the screen but again it was too small too blurry but uh, all i could read was a bit that said very very bad place um <laughs> and something about something being done illegally um but it did mention something about stuff being done in the 70s and it being government owned so uh 
that's kind of cool. And then after they figured that out with their, you know, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spinus, <laughs> um, they, uh, Caitlin has kind of blown up the photo again in the, in the original old school way, which I hadn't, I'd never seen before because I'm only 34 and never, well, I'm 34 soon, but like I never did any of that yeah. kind of photo development stuff. It looks a bit like the, um, uh, multiplane camera they use for animation, <laughs> which is probably, and it's probably got similar effects, but my multiplane camera is so that when you, um, uh, kind of, you know, when you were taking photos of your cells back in the day, you could use a multiplane camera to sort of put like backgrounds out of focus, so it looked like it was further away. Jostle um, everything around. Some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing this is a similar technique to, um, with like a magnifying glass and stuff. Yeah, so, I would uh, assume so. Yeah. Hmm. It it made me laugh that she put her hand in the liquids. Uh, I mean, no, it, it was the later part of um, developing the picture so it'd probably be fine to do that but i just thought you probably should be wearing gloves while you're doing that really like <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's bits of paper been in all sorts of chemicals but anyway um yeah she, she can't blow it up enough to uh to work out who it is so they decide to go off to the sci-fi bedroom so they can zoom and enhance because uh, the computer yeah. enhance <laughs> uh and then we get a very strange scene <laughs> yeah we go back to grimlord um <laughs> and there's a load of monsters standing in a circle, and Toxoid suggests that they should poison the water supply. To which, <laughs> to which, Detonator replies, "Fool! Teenagers don't drink water. They're too busy playing <laughs> beer pong." Oh, did you say beer pong? <laughs> no, no. I just... Oh, that's what I. Just... <laughs> Can you imagine that's what you thought? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you... They're too busy hitting hitting the pipe and playing beer pong. <laughs> Fucking around and finding out. <laughs> origami, origami beer pongs. No, that, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's certainly. <laughs> they're eating their Tide pods. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that that happens. Uh, they try to come up yeah. with some other plans, uh, but no, it'll be the same plan as usual, which will be to break through yeah. the reality barrier. Yeah, again, we have some kind of bomb. He says, but I didn't quite catch it's what like, kind of bomb like he a wants quantum to do. bomb or something. He said, or yeah, but then it reveals it's going to be like a cannon. <laughs> He's just going to shoot something <laughs> out of a cannon at the reality barrier. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so uh, we go to the sci-fi bedroom and they're uh, in the process of zooming in and enhancing with the computer. And, uh, and they managed to successfully computer enhance. So, <laughs> and um, Ryan is like, "Hmm, I recognise him." I mean, uh, not in a you, Texan accent, but you would yeah. because it, it looks like a, a Che Guevara, so it's a very recognisable <laughs> person. <laughs> Absolutely, Viva la Revolution! Um, <laughs> you know, you can put that on a shirt. I'm sure it would sell well. Um, um, apparently, but uh, if you need to, if you need to Photoshop someone's beard off, there's a there's a keyboard shortcut for that, and it's uh... Command Shift R F H, which I assume was <laughs> remove facial hair. That's, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> but also, the president tells them to type in Command Shift. <laughs> it's like yes, type, open the terminal on your Macintosh and type in Command Shift R F H. Um, I quite liked next to the kind of the video of or the video feed or the pic of the picture, there was like a screen with someone on a Mac terminal just like 
typing in random stuff to bring up <laughs> man pages and help pages and stuff like that. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know, because it's hacker stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Going through the help docs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after uh, the command shift RFH, it's such a mouthful to say. Yeah. Uh, we're back to uh, Zictor. Um, I, I guess he's just nipped yeah. back to regular reality. And mm-hmm. he's uh, talking to Mayor Rooney about teenagers snooping through the city records or something like that. And I feel like yeah. um, Zictor was both giving away too much about himself and the troopers. But Rooney won't. Well, yeah, it was it was a weird thing where he's like, oh, yes, well, what are you going to do, Rooney? These teenagers snooping through our county records... Uh, and he's like, um, "Oh, well, leave it to me, though. I'll deal with it." And it's like, no, that's clearly a <laughs> clearly something for the cops. Like, yeah, Merrony do- definitely doesn't think that Zictor's just going to give them like a kind of a, a job in security <laughs> or like a little kind of slap on the wrist sort of thing. No, this is like breaking laws. <laughs> like they've had the law since 1984, so it was illegal then. Yeah. Um, but I suppose Zictor's a huge employer, so Mayor Rooney has to bow to his wishes, and he's like, oh, oh yes, sir, of course, sir, kiss your hand, sir, bye, sir, <laughs> and uh, gets out. And then we get our second transformation of the episode. Yes, Thank twice you. in one episode. Two. It's time to take me back to my boat on the river. Forces of darkness <laughs> empower me. Take me back to my virtual reality. And uh, this this scene is even weirder than the last one. Um, I'm sure there's some context to it in Matalda, but it just yeah. doesn't work here at all because all the monsters keep leaning into the camera and there's like lighting from like below them, and I don't I don't know why they're doing it's, it. It's, it's like like a Beastie Boys music video from 1993 <laughs> yeah. or something like that, you know. Um, and but they kind of comment on it as well, like they kind of make like uh, is it Toxoid the kind of um, fishy dude? Oh the, yeah, the, yeah. The brain exposed brain because he like kind of leads into the camera and is like, yes, I'll deal with them, sir. <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, Grimlord is like, what? Why are you doing that? Stop leaning into me, I'm face or something like that. But but they're all doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah they're all doing it, and it's just it's a little bit strange. Um, but nothing. Nothing really comes of that scene. It's just the monsters leaning into the camera over and over again. Yeah, and like they kind of make it seem like this team of these monsters is going to, you know, fight. Uh, they're going to have a team fight uh, JB and Caitlin, and a team stop Ryan because they know they're going to split up because you know <laughs> Ryan hates splitting up the team. Um, but like none of the monsters in that section actually see or fight Ryan I, I don't know if he's like he fights like some ninja thing that keeps multiplying in different versions of himself and like I'm not 100% sure he was even in that scene of them kind of looking at them no <laughs> looking at Grimlord or whatever so no I don't think so yeah Um. so we go back to the the sci-fi bedroom and we get the big reveal and uh, yeah. the person in the prison probably is Ryan's dad so uh, yeah. they decide to go and save him and then an alarm goes off, and in case you didn't know that it was happening, alarm appears on the screen <laughs> in massive letters. Oh, I, I do want to circle back quickly because JB very correctly says, you know, um, this is just a guess from the computer. Like, oh, yeah. This may not be what the guy looks like without a beard. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, it's, say you were trying to do that today and you, you'd be using like a machine learning or an AI to kind of like 
kind of reconstruct the face mm. without the beard or whatever. And you know, you, you do that by uh, giving like a computer like you know a million images to look at, so that it kind of knows what people look like or something like that. You know, yeah. it kind of creates algorithms and stuff. And like for a computer that his that Ryan's dad built, that would be very biased possibly into <laughs> kind of trying to show. <laughs> Uh, Ryan's dad, assuming that, like, you know, most machine learning would have been done with pictures that they had handy of themselves, perhaps, you know. Um, <laughs> it makes everyone look like Ryan's dad. <laughs> 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 or more like Ryan's dad than they should do. But, like, you know, I, I felt like, you know, for all the um, kind of, oh, we you know, basically computer magic that they do in, you know, 90s TV shows, I thought it was actually quite interesting for kind of JB to be like, listen like don't get your hopes up but you know yeah. this is a guess so uh, I thought that was cool uh, but Ryan's like even then I kind of need to check and it's like yep yeah, that also is reasonable so <laughs> but, but better go fight some robots I mean really um, if they if they found somebody in just like a little like makeshift prison surely they should have just rescued them anyway yeah well they probably yeah they probably shouldn't have gone back to the UV daily first they should have tried to go back to the because they they've been to the battle grid before and then just come can't come immediately back to where they were so um <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know anyway so after all this uh as much as much as Ryan hates it they have to split up the team uh <laughs> i i don't really know what it was JB and Caitlin were off to do it was to like destroy the cannon or something um, yeah he's, they're going to they're going to take out the cannon of virtual reality which apparently grimlord is going to use to shoot through the reality barrier again this physical barrier nonsense. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, but they just they just keep bringing it up. Yep. Um, but then it doesn't matter because they'll send like a fucking fleet of ships through the reality <laughs> barrier anyway. <sighs> so Ryan fights some like ninja things in the forest. Yeah. Um, and then like they sort of Jeb's eye pop out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a guy in a quarry as well who breathes fire, which makes Jeb's eyes do the weird protruding cartoon thing um yeah hated that i really <laughs> really hate yeah. it when they do that uh and ryan is just getting hit by fucking torrents of fire <laughs> <laughs> he's being flamethrowed to fuck so he kind of just jumps and apparently gets out of it uh during this kind of cutaway to jb and caitlin who are like talking to each other and the professor about what they're doing but you know while they do their kind of spiel ban and Diana lady kind of transformation my favorite bit for. about vr troopers yeah and it's like this looks so weird guys what are you doing but yeah they're gonna take out some dudes but two two teams of robots or whatever are attacking them so caitlin fights some scugs in kind of some cool spiel ban footage and uh, jb finds what nasty looking butt which reminds me of the Tommy line from Forever Red of that's what ugly looking Zord. <laughs> so the yeah, the um the guy that JB fights, I quite liked that monster design. Um he appeared mm-hmm. to have like laser firing petrol pumps as a weapon. I don't know what that was about. Um Yeah. But I th- yeah, it was it was kinda cool. It was very very like eighties Toku monster design. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that that goes on for a bit. Ryan's fighting some more ninjas. Um which yeah, like he's escaped the fire, and it should have been he... a really good scene, but they made it really boring by having him ask the professor <laughs> for help all the time. Yeah, because you know he's fighting the ninja that keeps using like a shadow clone technique. I I I haven't watched Naruto. Is that a Naruto thing? Shadow clone? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's a thing. That's a Naruto thing. Yeah, but also it's a general ninja. <laughs> yeah, thing. Oh, well, yeah, but 
or, and Dragon Ball Z or whatever yeah. if you want to go that far but yeah like um, and The Flash even um, in the 60s or, but yeah so like you know the new thing of just kind of you know kind of copies that aren't real or whatever uh, and but he uses computers and the professor to figure out who the real one is so he uses his laser arm on it but it's not the real one Oh yeah. So the guy disappears. He calls it light, and... lightning hand command, and I don't know whether he's actually called it that <laughs> before, but he did. Yeah, he, I think he's called it something different in the past as well, like power, power, something. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Everything's power. This or laser. That. So yeah. Um, uh, so the, yeah, the, this ninja disappears forever, <laughs> even though he probably could have attacked Ryan more and tried to stop him. Although I suppose the whole thing was a distraction to get the prisoner out of that facility, so maybe they yeah did that. Um, uh, JB does his usual um, beating the shit out of the monster with his laser lance command now. <laughs> um, I'm sure, yeah, they were supposed to be doing something else, but obviously, you know, they got distracted by the monster. Uh, then, then we yeah. get um, a scene that I really liked because Ryan walks towards the little prison looking like he shat himself <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, well, the, that Metalda suit does not look easy to walk in to be fair no. so. and then he walks <laughs> he walks up to the door of the prison punches it open and then yells dad it's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, he yells at me he jumps in and there's not much in the in the prison and I was like my first reaction was oh well they didn't dress this set very well but like also I guess they were trying to go for you know very sparse prisoner thing he's got like a really nice meal on a tray there's like a camp bed yeah. he's been crossing out the days not many days only like <laughs> yeah, he's not 20 been days very long. <laughs> yeah um, but also there's an origami swan uh, next to the food and uh, which Ryan immediately recognises like oh, dad were you here I just missed him. Oh no, whatever. Yes, Ryan was comp- like he was unsure whether his dad was there until he found that origami crack pipe, and then <laughs> no, it must uh, be him because he's the only person that yeah. can make them. <laughs> that smell definitely his brand. <laughs> um, I I thought that his dad was trapped in virtual reality, but I think I'm confusing that with a recorded message that they watched. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I know the spoiler of kind of what happens with his dad. So I guess yes, also. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I know how that story kind of ends and it feels like it's weird that he's a prisoner. <laughs> That's probably not, I don't know, because yeah, uh, we've seen... Just stuff. generally, it's a bit weird that he's a prisoner. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Grimlord is mad at his, you know, mutants, monsters, and robots, or whatever he says, because they didn't beat the troopers. Uh, he's like, oh well, at least you got the prisoner to virtual reality. But while they're weak, send fighters out because again, I guess they have to <laughs> make up a couple of minutes of time. So we get the standard sky base shooting missiles at fighters thing. The same. There's one. a really, yeah. There's a really weird bit where JB's like evasive maneuvers, and I guess they kind of make. I thought. Like whenever you watch kind of like ninety Star Trek and they say evasive maneuvers, like you know they they never seem to be actually doing much yeah. because they're, they're big ships. And like JB is like, oh, what happened to the evasive maneuvers? And <laughs> Caitlin kind of snaps back with, listen, it's a big fucking ship. It's hard to pilot. You know, you can't just do evasive. And he's like, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. I'm just waiting on the sky base to turn into that sort of like Megazord thing that it's supposed to. Yeah. Do. 
they're uh, leaving I'm it not, a I'm... really long time. We're like, what, halfway through the series now, the maybe? Just about? No, we're not. Of season one, I think? No. Season no. one's like... Oh, no, no, we're not. We're actually right? way off. But either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being hopeful. <laughs> we are like 20 episodes into like Spielbound footage, which is like halfway through that, I think. So like... Oh, um, But I don't know when that shows up in Spielbound. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess they find Ryan kind of sitting in the abandoned room looking at the origami swan <laughs> and you know they try and comfort him point out that you know it could have been anyone who made that but you know all signs seem to point towards it being Tyler Steele yeah then we get there's a the bit at the end uh, I don't know I didn't really listen to what Ryan said I just saw him standing <laughs> in front of the peace battle uh, he, he was saying like um, oh you know next time I won't stop anything getting between me and you or whatever oh I should have been quicker than I was this time blah 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 Oh, and considering this episode 14 of a was it 52 episode season yeah. I, I think he's going to be a bit disappointed yes that, probably so. <laughs> yeah oh okay so my notes do sum it up then because I just wrote better luck next time so and that's essentially <laughs> what he said <laughs> amazing uh, and that's the end and the next episode is called save the trees which you know yeah. anyway what, what do you think of this episode? I didn't think it was too bad. I thought it was, you know, I think it had a weak start, but it kind of got better. And then I had a weird bit of extra footage just to make up time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit like higgledy piggledy, but it wasn't too yeah. bad. They've definitely a lot, been a lot of like episodes. stuff happening, a bit bit contrived just to kind of get some plot bit beats going. Yeah. You know, weird that that demon lady appeared for like, you know, all of 30 seconds and then we never saw her <laughs> again. Um,. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was an acceptable episode. There was a lot of fight scenes in this one as well, which I, mm. I quite enjoyed. It was more more yeah. fight scene than anything else, really. <laughs> yeah, and like the, at least the battle grid wasn't bad. Let's just, <laughs> well, I mean, battle grid is <laughs> yeah. always bad, but like, you know, the fight wasn't it, bad. It was good so, for the um, battle grid. Yeah. yeah. Goodness, goodness, goodness. What were they thinking with the battle grid? I just. Oh, I know. It's such a shambles. Again, they were just a, a way they were thinking, oh, we could film more stuff and make up footage or whatever. But Or more toys. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. No. I guess it's a one way of having them fight together in kind of a costume as well, I suppose. But Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. Just You can add little extra plot bits by doing that, I guess. Uh, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so that was the 14th episode of VR Troopers Christ. It's 14th. Like episode 14. Is that it? <laughs> 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we, 14 we finally get a bit of lore <laughs> um, Amazing. I'm sure there's plenty of lore that we've left to uncover um, like Tao's Chinese magic well I, I, I was going to say that but I thought that's not even really that <laughs> that's lore but also it's like not even relevant to the overarching <laughs> no, not much, really so, um, yeah that's got to be some kind of Shida thing right I would imagine so I mean, I've not yeah. seen it, so I don't know, but... I, no. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that that was that episode. No Tower, like you know, like we said, which is... Yeah. I think he's supposed to be... He's credited to every episode, but he's not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> unacceptable. Um, unac- unacceptable. Where's where's my wise master? And, like, <laughs> JB and Ryan, like, kind of hacking in the UV Daily, which is, like, very traceable back to a <laughs> newspaper, which would, like kind of 
destroy it when they could have done it at Tao's dojo, which yeah. <laughs> they have more control over the computers. I mean, I don't um... know. I don't know why they didn't just do it at the sci-fi bedroom. To be honest, like no yeah. one can get yeah. there, so presumably, I no. think that's how it works. Maybe, possibly, and they should. Sure, it's, it sounds like they need to have their power necklace thing to get through. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, because like the power range had the rule that you you couldn't get into the um, kind of power oh, command center yeah. without a power coin or whatever. So but anyway, um, that is that was that episode of the troopers. Uh, hopefully we'll see you again for another episode yes hopefully <laughs> um, e- even though Netflix is trying to hamper our efforts um, but uh, anyway uh, where can people find you Mark? Uh, you can find me on the internet oh, <laughs> you, wow. you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bozo Robo which is oh, for fuck's sake B- B-O-Z-O <laughs> yeah whatever yeah that's where you can find me um <laughs> Yeah, where can where can they find you, Rob? Who can spell yes, their own name? Yes, again, twi- <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, Rob Thez, R O B T H E Z, uh, and you can find my work in the Magpie, which is the official Rob's Pie magazine, where I don't talk about Tokusatsu or Power Rangers related stuff, but I do talk about the Rob's Pie, which is quite cool. Uh, at least I like it. I'm biased though, because you know. <laughs> my job but uh yeah uh, also you can find the podcast on twitter at uh my vr podcast i believe is the yes twitter handle correct always forget <laughs> so uh, do I. and you know you can yeah you can find us on all good podcast app things and spotify and yeah drop a review on itunes give us a good five stars because you know we, we deserve it clearly for all this work we're doing um all this hard work watching this terrible tv show <laughs> um someone has to do it <laughs> Yep, and then hopefully someone will be like, "Oh, hey, I did. I do remember VR Troopers. I wonder what that was like." And then they see two British people be like, "Oh my god, this is weird." Los Angeles <laughs> does stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be cool. But uh, yeah, so that, that that's it for now, I suppose. So, but you know, remember, we all are VR. Yeah. Back to my virtual reality.